You're listening to The Sean B. Show on Second String Media. What is happening, my people? It is late. Okay, it's Tuesday night. Actually, it's Wednesday morning. It's whatever. It's whatever. If you're watching on the live stream, it is late Tuesday night. This is the Wednesday episode of The Sean B. Show. And, uh, you know, I don't even know who's awake at this time or who's watching at this time, but this is when I could record this episode. So we're live on, uh, on Facebook at the Sean B show, Facebook page also at, uh, twitch.com or sorry, twitch.tv slash second string media. And, uh, yeah, got a fun night tonight, two days, actually one day, realistically before the NFL season officially kicks off. Buffalo, Los Angeles, the Rams version, Thursday night football, really excited for that. Cannot wait for the NFL season to kick off. We are ready. Uh, Tonight, we're going to talk about, today, we're going to talk about uh, division by division, what I see for the future of the 2022 NFL season. Okay? I've gone through each division. I've done some games one estimates and they're just estimates but i've estimated kind of where i think people will fall and you know what i went through and did isn't much different than what anybody else went through and did Uh, in fact um, i am with the consensus on division winners in seven of the eight divisions and uh, one division i stray away from and i'm sure it's not it's not too wild to think about you know you got to look at the schedule of games played who does everybody play? How weak? How strong is their schedule? Uh, when we're talking Indianapolis Colts football, you're looking at the fact that the Colts do not have a strong schedule. So if we're a good football team, if you've got a good Indianapolis Colts football team and they perform well like they should, they've got a really good defense, one of the best offensive lines, the best running back, and a former MVP at quarterback. The weakness I see on the Colts and I hate to say this, but it, their receiving core is unproven. And I don't think the linebacking core is that deep. But I could be underestimating a lot of the linebackers, okay? I don't think the linebacking core is that deep, and the receiving core is still unproven. MPJ is the guy. And I just really want to see a breakout year from MPJ, and I think Matt Ryan at quarterback is kind of the way we'll see that. But we're not talking Colts right now. We're not talking Colts for a little while. Of course, we'll do the AFC South last because I want to transition from talking about the AFC South to go straight into talking about the Indianapolis Colts. So we'll start our night in the NFC West. Get right to it. Defending Super Bowl champion, Los Angeles Rams. The 49ers the Cardinals, and the Seattle Seahawks, who essentially have two backup quarterbacks as their quarterback in core. And I'll admit to not knowing whether they kept three quarterbacks. I don't know if there's a third quarterback on that roster. But I know they have Geno Smith, and I know they have Drew Locke, two uh, skilled backup quarterbacks, Geno Smith, 
announced the starter out of camp. And uh, we'll just get right to it. Um, the NFC West, not a surprise. A lot of people think the Los Angeles Rams are going to win that division this year. Uh, maybe a little handily. I think they win it by about three games, to be honest with you. I don't see any real competition for the Los Angeles Rams in that division. And that's not saying much. Okay, I don't think the Rams are all that good. I think they had some really good pieces last year when they won the Super Bowl. And uh, you know, it was just a it was a good year to be a Super Bowl team. Okay, Von Miller's gone. OBJ got hurt and is gone. Um, I don't know. I don't know what's going to you know, Cooper Cup's still really good. Matt Stafford, really good. Actually, Left Detroit, went to went to the Rams, had a really good year. There's pieces there. Uh, Sean McVay is a very good head coach. So the Rams, the favorites in the NFC West, I see them winning that division, winning about 10 or 11 games. The real battle in the NFC West is for who's second. Okay, how good are the San Francisco 49ers? The Seahawks are going to be terrible. Okay, we just know that. The Seahawks are going to be terrible. And I'm uh, pulling some stuff up to reference for the, for, the, for the Google here. Okay. I would keep an eye on the uh, live chat, but I don't see a whole lot going on there tonight. But if you're up and you're checking it out, get in that chat. Talk to me. So the Los Angeles Rams open up week one, open up the NFL season with the Buffalo Bills. I foreseeably see them starting 0-1 as I don't know if Buffalo is going to lose a football game this year. Obviously, that's crazy to think. But I did put together small kind of sub lists of teams that I think could go 0-17 and team that I think can go 17-0. Buffalo does nothing but get better. That's not what we're talking about. NFC West, Los Angeles Rams, division winner. The San Francisco 49ers pulled off a deal that I feel, I, I've never had a chance to talk about this into a microphone yet, but Jimmy Garoppolo restructures and agrees to be Trey Lance's backup. Okay, when I first heard that Jimmy Garoppolo restructured, I thought, well, the 49ers really worked hard to keep him. They made a deal with him. Trey Lance must suck. And then it comes out, no, he's going to back up Trey Lance. Unbelievable. How good is Trey Lance? How good are the 49ers? I've taken a guess. I see in San Francisco a 500 football team. Eight, nine wins tops. They've got Devo Samuel. They have a solid roster, provided they stay healthy. Right around 500. Tough schedule. What about the Arizona Cardinals? What about the Arizona Cardinals? How good are they? They were on the big run last year where they didn't lose forever, and everybody thought they were the best team in the NFL. I fought people on that for so long. I said, I don't feel like Arizona's that good. Eventually, by the end of the season, we saw how how they how good they were. Not that good. 
Colts beat them. Carson Wentz beat them. But the Arizona Cardinals, again, same. I put them in that same category right around a 500 team. I've gone through and analyzed schedules. I got the Rams winning the division. San Francisco and Arizona right there at two and three. Both teams right around 500. Both teams playoff contenders. The Seattle Seahawks are on my list of teams that could possibly go 0 and 17. Now, that's crazy to think, right? Like, you can't bet on that. I mean, if you can bet on that, I guess the Seahawks would be one of the two teams I'd bet on. Three teams. Not nah, two. Two teams that I would bet on to go 0 and 17. That's crazy to think, though, right? Like, 0 and 17 or 17 and 0, both are equally insane. <clears throat> but Seattle's not going to be good. That is a fourth place finishing team. They're going to play 18 weeks of football and be done. If they do anything, I'll be shocked. And I want people to reference this episode of this podcast and tell me, Sean B, you're crazy. The Seahawks turned out to be pretty good. I'm not taking anything away from Pete Carroll. Okay, he knows what he's doing. This league has done nothing over the past few decades but prove that you almost need solid quarterback play to win a Super Bowl. Trent Dilfer Bowl is the only exception. NFC West, Rams first, San Francisco second or third, Arizona second or third. The Seahawks are terrible. The NFC North. The Green Bay Packers. And I'll start with a couple with a, with an overarching statement. I think the NFC overall is way down. Okay, I don't see a lot of I don't see a stacked NFC here. The NFC is pretty simple. The NFC North is pretty simple. The the question there's a lot of question marks. Okay, Justin Fields is the starter in Chicago now. There's no question, there's no debate, there's no battle. It's Justin Fields. Minnesota could honestly win anywhere from 6 to 11 games. Detroit's still going to be bad. The problem when I went through the schedules is I went through and I looked at everybody's schedule and I said, Detroit, Minnesota, and Chicago might finish all bunched up together in this division about eight games behind Green Bay. Green Bay is my number two seed for the NFC. Green Bay is my clear-cut NFC North division winner. NFC North fans not going to like that. Bears fans especially. God, they hate stuff like that. They hate the Packers. But the Bears still aren't there. The Lions are not there. Minnesota, absolute wild card. Kirk Cousins, talented guy. Dalvin Cook's like 40. He's not, but you get it. Running back years. Detroit has Jared Goff. The Green Bay Packers win this division. To me, it's clear. And we're going to look at how this division opens up. Uh, we've got Green Bay and Minnesota on Sunday. 
late game. A lot of division games in week one. A lot of division games in week one. I love it. Just get just get it going. The Bears open up at home against the 49ers. Sunday afternoon game, Sunday 1 o'clock game. And where are those pesky Detroit Lions? Those pesky Detroit Lions host the Philadelphia Eagles Sunday early game. Philadelphia, I can't wait to talk about them in a minute. I don't know why the consensus is that they're going to be so good. A lot of people think they're going to be really good. We'll see. Lions open up against Philly, the Bears against the Niners, and then Packers in Minnesota for an AFC North Week 1 battle. Again, this division to me was pretty simple. The Packers are going to win. None of the other teams are going to make the playoffs. Easy peasy. The NFC South. It is crazy to me to think that Tom Brady at 44 years old can still do what Tom Brady does at 44 years old, up to and including taking 11 days off, just being like, fuck off, I'm going to do this. And the organization's just like, well, okay, Tom needed some time. Forget the fact that he had a whole fucking summer. He still needed time during training camp. I just don't think he wanted to go to training camp. And you know what? I can't blame him. He did show up and take some snaps against the Colts in that last preseason game. He is Tom Brady. He's still going to be really good. Okay, TB12, running the NFC South. I'm just going to spoil it here. I've got Tampa Bay as my number one overall seed in the NFC. Again, largely due to schedule and the fact that I don't think the NFC is that good. Put it this way, I've only seen I'm only seeing to me clear cut four four double digit game winners in the NFC. Got six in the AFC. Tampa Bay wins the A- NFC South. The wild card here to me in this division is Carolina. How good is Carolina going to be? How good are they not going to be? Does Baker still have some magic? Baker got the Browns to a playoffs game. To a playoff game. How's he going to do down there in Charlotte? Got a couple weapons. Okay, CMC, pretty damn good. Okay, DJ Moore, pretty damn good. How good is Baker going to be down there in Carolina? We shall see. And that will determine, to me, the strength of the Panthers. Quarterback play, Baker Mayfield, how does he fit? A lot of the knock on Baker is the -the off-the-field stuff. He does a shitload of commercials. He has a mouth. He acts like a frat boy. Fair enough. Baker can throw the ball a ton. And there's a lot of talent and there's a lot of football IQ there. So we'll see how he does in his new city. Look, I like Charlotte. Okay. Briefly lived in Charlotte. Nice city. Been to that stadium. 
Nice city. Don't sleep on the Saints. I just don't think they're going to be very good. Seven and ten tops for me from New Orleans. Seven and ten tops. Jameis Winston. He's a guy who's capable of having a 5,000-yard season. He's done it before. That gunslinger mentality, that Brett Favre, I'm going to just let this thing go mentality is admirable. But at the same time, it can get you killed. Thanks, Don. What's up, Patrick? Got a little activity in the chat. The Atlanta Falcons, 3-14, and 14, tops, okay? I'm going to say this now confidently. 3-14, and 14, best record the Atlanta Falcons could possibly get. They're going to be bad. And that's not a knock on Marcus Mariota like a lot of people think it is. That, there are no pieces in Atlanta. 3-14, and 14, tops. Tampa Bay beating them like a drum. Got Tampa Bay as the number one overall seed in the NFC South. What about that NFC East? It's one of the worst divisions in football. It's really bad. And it shouldn't be. Okay, like the Philadelphia Eagles are supposed to be kind of good. So they say. The Dallas Cowboys always should be good. Rarely are. Washington Commanders and New York Giants really bad. I don't want to knock on Carson Wentz. Okay, I really don't. Um, but I saw what he was able to do in this Colts offense that has a ton of pieces, that has a great running game. And he almost got us to the playoffs. This is not his situation anymore in Washington. Also, he's going to go into Philadelphia and possibly get murdered because those people are insane. Daniel Jones, I've said this from the day they drafted him. Not a fan. Probably a really nice guy. Has done some, has done a couple of highlight worthy things since becoming a giant. But I just don't get it. I just don't get what has to happen in New York for the Giants to say, oh, you know, maybe Daniel Jones probably wasn't great. Maybe it wasn't a great pick. Maybe we ought to, maybe it's not the future of this thing. Anyway, what, what, what do they have to see? He's a really, he's going to be a really good backup one day. Not, not high on Daniel Jones at all. Like I said, nothing against this, him personally. I don't know him personally. This is me speaking on a football you know, perspective. I, I'm not high on Daniel Jones. Okay? Questions around Philadelphia, though. They have done a lot of work this offseason and have put together a pretty good roster. And look, I, look I'm familiar with Nick Sirianni from his time in Indy. Great coach. Philly should get better. And we'll see. I think a lot of people are just trying to shake Doug Peterson, Philadelphia. You know, 
I don't, I don't hate the Eagles. I don't hate Jalen Hurts. I think they put too much into Jalen Hurts. I, this happens a lot with NFL teams. They put so much into Jalen Hurts because they drafted him. Because they drafted him. They want that, that investment to work out so bad that sometimes you force the issue. That's what the Giants are doing with Daniel Jones. They drafted him high. Okay? That's a wicked investment. On a guy who's just not going to work out. When the Giants admit that, they'll finally start to turn a corner. They're going to be the last place team in this division. The commander's not far ahead of them. Dallas, again, is one of those teams like Minnesota that could win six games or could win 12. If Dallas comes out balling, they will challenge Philadelphia for this division, and it will be a close race to the wire if Dallas comes out balling. But Philadelphia may lay an egg. That's the great part about speculation. It's all speculation. Philadelphia Eagles, Dallas Cowboys in second, uh, but I got them in the uh, but I but I do have them in the playoffs. Commanders then Giants. And that's the NFC. So when you're talking playoffs, when you're talking to all three wild card teams, talking about who's moving on and playing football in January. From the NFC, I've got Tampa Bay getting the bye. Bucks, the number one seed in the NFC. Division winners, the Rams, the Packers, and the Eagles. Wild card teams, San Francisco and Arizona, and then Dallas. Actually, Arizona, Dallas, San Francisco is the way I ordered them, five, six, and seven. Setting up some pretty cool matchups for the Wild card weekend, the Green Bay Niners matchup. We all love those. So much talk about those. There's been a lot of history recently with those two teams. The Rams and the Cowboys and the Eagles and the Cardinals. Jalen Hurts versus Kyler Murray in a playoff game. That's the way I see this going down. That's my take on the NFC. I could take a quick moment and just kind of let everybody on the live stream know that after the podcast is done recording, uh, I'm going to stay live tonight for a little while, uh, shoot a little golf and talk about life. I got uh, some things I can get off my chest. And uh, once the podcast is done, I'm going to stay live, flip on some uh, WGT golf, get back on there and stay, uh, stay streaming. You liking the Sean B. Show there, podcast listeners? You can check it out live. All right. We try to be pretty forthcoming with the schedule. We're not always, but sometimes we are. But look, we're on YouTube. Okay. YouTube.com slash the Sean B. Show. We're on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Second String Media. And, of course, www.secondstringmedia.net. And then uh, go give us a like on Facebook. 
Give us that old thumbs up on Facebook, the Sean B. Show Facebook page. Okay? Can you dig it? And for your live stream listeners that maybe uh, don't have us on the don't don't have us on the podcast side of it, we're on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iTunes. Okay, so go download the podcast, people. We need your money. I mean, your help. Trying to grow this bad boy. Pretty cool what we're doing in here, though. I'm a big fan of this that we have going on. A lot of new and exciting things for Second String Media coming up. Can't wait for a lot of that to develop. Um, looking at uh, studio number three. Uh, looking at making a move here soon to a to another studio uh, that can be more of a dedicated space for just that growth within Second String Media. So that's exciting. I'm 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 stoked about all this. Uh, looks like some exciting stuff coming up for the near future for Second String Media. Let's go have a look at that chat. Anybody in that chat? Philly taking it this year. Fuck the Cowboys. Oh, cool. So the chat's working. All right. <laughs> ah, the Eagles. Gotta love them. Gotta love them. Like I said, Philly, I got them winning the NFC East. All right? I got them as the, uh, my projected four seed in the NFC playoffs. Setting up a potential meeting. With the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and TB12. So that's the NFC breakdown. If you want uh, some more NFC breakdown, send me an email. All right. At uh, Sean B at secondstringmedia.net and uh, request that uh, further review. Okay. Request a more in depth look. Okay. We're just going through this because it's, you know, the season is upon us, it's knocking on the door. Okay, Thursday night football. Bills, Rams, 8.20 p.m. Eastern. I'm so fucking excited for football season. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Until kickoff at SoFi Stadium, I'll be watching it at one of my favorite places, okay? Ziggy's Bar and Grill, right here in Columbus, Indiana. 3029 North National Road. What you should do is come into Ziggy's on Thursday night and join me as I, Sean B., partake in maybe some libations, perhaps some fellowship, but most importantly, the Bills at the LA Rams at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles. NFL kickoff weekend, man. There's not many things that happen that are more exciting. Okay, MLB opening day is great, but kickoff weekend is just different. All right? Those are my top three, though. MLB opening day, NFL kickoff weekend, and uh, round one of March Madness. The most wonderful times of the year. Anyway, I promised an AFC breakdown. You're going to get it. Okay? We're going to start. In the AFC West, the American Football Conference West, probably the most intriguing division of all eight because all four of these teams can win this division. I truly, truly believe that. This is also the one division of the eight where my 
division winner deviates from the consensus that I'm finding out and about on the um, channels of the internet. Because everybody wants to stay. It's easy, right? It's easy to pick the Chiefs to win this division. It's really, really easy to do that. Not so fast. Justin Herbert throwing that little Amazon ball. I think uh, Herbert was the one who uh, was precision. Wilson was power. Stafford was distance. The Amazon commercials for prime video football. It's going to be so exciting. I cannot wait. Anyway, Los Angeles Chargers might win 12 games this year. They do not have a, 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 a super strong schedule with the exception of their division, which is all all these division games in this division are tough, okay? But I fully believe the Chargers will win this division with Kansas City not far behind. And look, I, I, I've got all these teams noted as possible X factors for this season, okay? The Las Vegas Raiders, that combination of Derek Carr and Devontae Adams out there, they were already a good football team. They did lose in Gakwe. He's uh, on my Twitter feed now from Indy. And then the Denver Broncos picked up Russell Wilson. So, yeah, a lot going on. Okay, this division is a wild card by itself. When you say you're going to make predictions, you have to make predictions, and I did. And I'm, I'm, I'm scouring these schedules. I'm looking at these games. And I truly believe I like the Chargers already. I'm seeing 12 and 5 for the Chargers. Okay, 10 and 7 for Kansas City. At Arrowhead Stadium's tough place to play. But I got, you know, Vegas and Denver, you know, seven wins apiece, seven, six, whatever. But that, like I said, I'm just I'm 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 conservative there because you know you kind of have to go a certain direction. You got to pick a direction and stick with it. But I fully believe the Vegas Raiders are like those teams that can just anywhere from six to to to, to fifteen games. The Raiders might be really really good. I like the Chargers in this division a lot. Okay, a whole lot. That's going to be a fun one to watch. That's going to be a really, really fun one to watch. Uh, when is this division playing football? Opening week. A lot of late games. It's the West Division. Okay, right. Raiders, Chargers. Opening up in SoFi on the 11th late game. Chiefs are in Arizona to open up. Should be a win. Broncos, Seahawks. The rematch. Russell Wilson versus the Seahawks. Monday night football, they're going to, this is going to be, the Broncos could be really good. The Broncos, like I said, just the AFC West is going to be so freaking interesting all year because it's good. The NFC East is going to be interesting all year because it's historically bad and easily hateable. The The AFC West is going to be a blast to watch this year. I cannot wait to see who comes out of this division. <clears throat> what about the AFC North? Defending AFC champion Cincinnati Bengals. So, right, they've got to be the pick, right? 
The Bengals have to be the pick, right? I don't think anybody thinks the Bengals are going to win this division. I have done extensive amounts of research trying to figure out why people are so high on the Baltimore Ravens. Because people are extremely high on the Baltimore Ravens. There's got to be more outside of Lamar, right? Everybody knows why you'd be high on Lamar Jackson. He's extremely talented and can do a lot of things in football. And he's a smart guy. And he's got a cannon. So high on Baltimore. And I'm I'm looking. I'm like, why would they be so high on Baltimore? And I'm going through the schedule. And I'm like, I could see 14 and 3 here from Baltimore. Pretty easily see 14 and 3 from the Baltimore Ravens. Cincinnati down there, they're going to win about 10 games. Just the way I see it. I know you don't like it, right? Defending AFC champions. They're going back to the bowl. We're only getting better. We've only gotten better. Remember Cincinnati, you rode the wild card and played really well when it mattered. They looked like they belonged in the Super Bowl. I'm not knocking the Cincinnati Bengals. They looked like they belonged in the Super Bowl. They looked really good at the end of last year. But this is a battle of attrition, right? This is an NFL season. And things aren't always going to go your way. I like the Bengals about 10-7, maybe 11-6. and six. Baltimore can win a lot of games. <laughs> What's up, Patrick? Oh, Baltimore can win a ton of games. Cincinnati going to make the playoffs. The Steelers, this is going to surprise a lot of people because everybody, people like to be high on Pittsburgh. This high on the Steelers. I think they're the last place team in this division. I think they're not even close to making the playoffs. I think people are way too high on Kenny Pickett. And I think people are not high. Nobody's really high on Trubisky and they're right. Pickett might be better than Trubisky, but you've got to remember how not much that's saying that you're saying. Like, I, I caught, I, I've caught so much shit from Bears fans over the past few years about Mitchell, about Mitchell, and how no, he's gonna be, he's gonna be really good. He's gonna be really good. It's gonna be really good. The best thing the Bears ever did was let that go. That's when you understand that you've drafted a quarterback way too fucking high. You've made such an investment on this guy, and he's not that good. That's Mitchell Trubisky. He's just not that good. Bears fans, will some of them will fight you to this day. Should have never got rid of him. He was up and coming. No, he wasn't. I've literally said this from day one. No, he wasn't. He's not up and coming. He's not going anywhere. Except for probably the Steelers bench. And I hate that for that guy because he's got such a short leash now, right? They've they've done the battle like Trubisky and Pickett. And Trubisky's going to be the starter. There's such a short leash. The minute that guy fucks up, they're going to call for his head. Kenny Pickett... Might be might want to be ready to go week one. The minute that guy makes an ounce of a mistake, the good news is on they're on the road, but the Steelers fans travel so well. 
They're in Cincinnati. Division game. Trubisky makes one fucking mistake. They're going to call for his fucking head. It's not good. And everybody says, oh, can you pick a great preseason? No one gives a fuck. All right. No one cares about the fucking preseason. Frank Reich said it today. The Colts offense in the preseason is so fucking basic Jones. All right. It was like six plays. They fucking mean nothing. They've shown nothing. Every team does this shit. Every team does this shit. The preseason matters for things that casual fans don't understand. People that don't dive into football, they don't get it. That the the, the score the number on the scoreboard is fucking irrelevant. The number on the stat sheets are fucking irrelevant. It doesn't matter. They're looking for things in guys that you can't get on a practice field. How do they react in game situations? How's this cornerback react when he gets his ass burnt? How's this quarterback act after he throws a really bad pass? Can this running back take a hit? You know, the little intricacies of people is what they're looking for in the preseason. It's fucking irrelevant to come out and say, oh, Sam Ellinger balled out. No one gives a shit. At least they shouldn't. But the whole fucking Colts fan base has Sam Ellinger now. Like they, 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 they cried for Ellinger to remain on the roster. And he did. There's a roster spot occupied. <clears throat> we could use another running back. They signed Philip Lindsay to the practice squad today. I did not see that. I thought for sure that guy would make the roster. That's the kind of stuff the Colts need deep on their roster. They don't need a third fucking quarterback. Sam had a good preseason. He earned it. <laughs> no, he didn't. No, he didn't. He might have had a good preseason. Perhaps the stats were there. I think I got off on a tangent there. What I'm saying is Kenny Pickett's preseason doesn't mean fuck. Mitch Trubisky has played in NFL games and knows what to expect week one. When they start, Kenny Pickett, I honest to God have talked about this, this entire pod. Here's another guy. They drafted a quarterback way too fucking high. And I feel like the Steelers are going to pay for it. Having said that, I own two Steelers jerseys, Mitch Trubisky and Kenny Pickett. Thanks to my friend, Matt, that I play baseball with. That's a long story. But uh, where were we? AFC North. Look, the Ravens are going to win this division. Uh, the Bengals not far behind. They're still going to the playoffs. I think despite missing Deshaun Watson, how have I talked about the AFC North for 10 minutes now without bringing up Deshaun Watson? Also, I think it's hysterical that they've set up his suspension to be for 11 games because lo and behold, Game 12 for Cleveland is against fucking Houston. The biggest return that we've seen in a while, like NFL drama more than the game. Deshaun Watson returns to football, returns to live NFL game action, returns as a starter immediately against his old team, the team that shunned him. Okay? They hung him out to fucking dry. As soon as he got charges, as soon as he got, not charges, but as soon as he got accused, 
Houston was like, fuck that. We're going to be on the right side of history. And it's probably not a bad move. Cleveland was like, whatever. Did you say $47 million a year? Okay, we'll make it happen. Meanwhile, Baker Mayfield's like, what the fuck? He's get to be, he gets to be in Carolina and play his old team week fucking one. Browns Panthers in Carolina Sunday at 1 o'clock. Can't fucking wait. So many subplots. Do you think the NFL does this on purpose? Yeah, they do. Just so you know. Drawing in more fans. This is the one way to get women to like football. Okay, add some drama. Spice shit up. McDonald's doesn't sponsor me. Fuck them. <laughs> uh, what about the chat? I wonder what that room smells like. Here we go. Steelers. I wonder what that room smells like. Actually, not bad. I talk my gut too. Anyway. <laughs> AFC East. The most predictable division probably on the list. Uh, the Buffalo Bills are going to win this division, even though the other teams in this division aren't that bad. Buffalo's just really good. They don't do anything but get better. They've done it and done it and done it. And This year, the Buffalo Bills, I got them on my one team, one team that has a chance to go 17-0 and is the Buffalo Bills. Now, I'm not saying I think that's going to happen. I'm not saying I feel like 17 and 0 is like a fucking possibility. I'm just saying if somebody from this season was going to do it based on what they have as a team, their schedule, all those things, it'd be the Buffalo Bills. And the AFC is a decent division, okay? New England's not bad. I don't think they're as good as people make them out to be, but they're not bad. They'll compete for a playoff spot. I watch a lot of TikTok videos where people think Mac Jones is, uh, or Tom Brady is Mac Jones's dad. That's pretty fucking funny. Miami Dolphins are going to pay for their mistakes. Tua Tungavailoa is a different example of drafting a quarterback so high and sticking with him. I think Miami is stuck with Tua because he got drafted so fucking high. He's rich. Everyone I pretty much feel like knows Tua's not Alabama Tua. Tua's not making making waves at the quarterback spot. You know, we're like, well, we got him a weapon. We got Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill runs faster than Tua's ball flies. I'm interested to see how the Dolphins do. Look, and, and don't get me wrong. I'm just being honest here. If if Tua comes out and has a breakout year, it'd be exciting. Because a good dude. No reason to not like Tua. I fucking love Tyreek Hill. Okay. Uh, Mike Gusecki down there to tighten end target. Dolphins got some organizational bullshit they need to work out. Why would you think this room smelled bad? I mean, it's literally a fucking curtain back there. A TV up there, like, no reason to think this room would smell bad at all. Fucking asshole. 
<laughs> fucking live comments are so fun. And it's on Twitch, so I don't even know who the fuck it is. But uh, if you want to catch the live show, twitch.tv slash secondstringmedia, okay? Come party with us. All of our streams are on this Twitch channel, okay? The Mind Snacks podcast, the Burroughs Applesauce podcast, and, of course, the Sean B. Show. Did I not mention the Jets in the AFC East? Well, that's because they're awful. They're going to they're gonna be awful again. There are some things to look forward to, though. Okay, Sauce Gardner. I want to see him give up a touchdown. Just because he's never done it. I still think the guy's going to be a phenomenal corner for a long time in the NFL. I really do. I'm high on that kid. Um, but they say like he's never given up a touchdown or in uh in preseason he didn't even give up a catch. In the, in the in this article I read, they're like, Yeah, he didn't give up any catches. I was like, Well, to be fair, they didn't really target at him either. Well, of course he didn't give up any catches. He didn't defend any fucking passes. Having said that, I'm excited to what to watch Sauce Gardner play football. His name is Sauce. How is that not exciting? I can't wait. But the Jets are going to be really bad. So, Zach Wilson out there banging moms. Buffalo, first place. Easy. Might win this division by 10 games. The Patriots in second. The Dolphins coming in right behind New England. And then the Jets, the lowly Jets down there feeding at the bottom. This team will get better. I want to see the Jets good again. You know, we dealt with the AFC East for so long being New England, New England, New England. Buffalo was a breath of fresh air for a while. Now I'm over it. I'm not over Josh Allen. That guy's fucking awesome. And maybe, maybe this year, we'll finally see the Buffalo Bills win a Super Bowl. Maybe it'll happen. Maybe it will happen. Finishing up, of course, you know I saved the best for last, right? The American Football Conference South. My favorite division in, in the NFL because it, uh, you know, it's the division I pay the most attention to. Colts fan over here. Not even, uh, not even going to worry about my bias. I don't give a shit. AFC South is a lot easier then people are making it out to be. Okay? I'll get to this in a minute, too. The, 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 the disrespect the Indianapolis Colts are getting. This team could win 14 games. Their schedule is weak. Okay? Weak. You know why it's weak? Because they play Tennessee, Jacksonville, and Houston. The most. Tennessee, not bad. Also, really easy schedule. But not bad. Jacksonville's up and coming. But not there yet. We do get to see Travis Etienne play, though. That'll be fun. I'm ready to see that guy come out of, come out of Clemson. Hurt for the entire year last year. Old T-Law down there. Hope that guy does well. He was a decent rookie. 
Jaguars are up and coming. Pay attention. The Texans got forced into this dog shit rebuild. Davis Mills, probably the most forgettable starting quarterback in the history of football. Um, I say that all the time because I'm a big AFC South fan and I always forget his fucking name. Tennessee's like Derrick Henry's back. We're going to run everybody over again. Not so fast, dude. Don't get me wrong. Derrick Henry is a beast among boys in the NFL. But uh, I know another beast among boys. Number 2-8 in the, in the blue and white. Old JT. Got a little something to say, DH. The Colts win this division. I don't know that they win it handily or easily. Like it'll be a struggle because Tennessee is good. Uh, but Tennessee number two, I got the, I got a feeling they're going to the wild card. Jacksonville and Houston rounding out that division. Houston on my list of teams that could go zero and seventeen. Two of zero and seventeen watch is real. Houston and Seattle. Okay, the zero and seventeen watch is real. Between the Houston Texans and the Seattle Seahawks. AFC playoffs break down something, something like this. I'm going to lean back a little bit. Breaking down something, something like this. The Buffalo Bills, number one overall seed. Division winners, the Indianapolis Colts, the Baltimore Ravens, and the Los Angeles Chargers. And then the wild card spots, respectively, Tennessee, Kansas City, and Cincinnati. And look, it's that simple. Everybody says the AFC stacked. The AFC is stacked. Okay. The seventh seed in the AFC that I have on here in my projection is a defending Super Bowl runner-up, the defending AFC champion. Setting up a wild card weekend matchup in Indianapolis. And then, of course, Baltimore and Kansas City. Always a good one to see Mahomes and Lamar go toe-to-toe. That's the 3-6 matchup in wildcard weekend I've got in Baltimore. And then the Chargers and the Titans wildcard weekend in L.A. So there you have it. AFC, NFC, got all the projections in. That's what, uh, look, and this is, just the, this is just the projection of the Sean B. show, right? Like this is, I looked at everything over and over and over and this is how I feel it's going to go. And this is what I think. You can always bookmark this episode, okay? And if I'm wrong, come back to this episode and be like, look here, asshole. You said the Chargers were going to win the division. You're a fucking moron. You can do that. You have the free will to do that. That is the internet and how it works. We find something that our, that our, that our person or our subject did that was stupid we put it in their face. We exploit the fuck out of them, make them feel like idiots. That's how we operate, okay? That's what we're doing. I got I got a little disrespected today um, by something I saw on the internet. I personally was not disrespected. I just I saw something on the internet, okay? Didn't love it. Didn't love it. And I want to know how this is, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do my own version of power rankings here, but I'm gonna decide them on the fly, okay? Live here on the fly is what I'm gonna decide my version of the power rankings. 
<clears throat> and I'll be honest with you. I have what I have in front of me is Pro Football Talks power rankings. This was reposted on onto the internet by the Sunday night boo, the Sunday night football crew. Okay? So this is literally posted by legit NFL personalities that were like, yeah, check out Pro Football Talks rankings. These are so fucking terrible. I I, I don't even know where to start. They've got the Dallas Cowboys, number 10. The Eagles slightly ahead of them at number 9. The Titans at number 8. The Niners at number 7. Cincinnati at 6. Green Bay, 5. Kansas City, 4. Buffalo, 3. Tampa Bay, 2. The Rams, 1. What moron came up with that list? I have to know. I mean, it was pro football talk. And look, I don't, okay, more, that probably should have, I probably should have been nicer about that because it's just kind of an asshole thing to do. Oh, you fucking idiot. Because again, like I'm doing, these are their opinions. These are their projections. I just have so much to say about this list, okay? The Rams at number one. I can almost see why you would put the Rams at number one. But by that same logic, you have to put Cincinnati higher than number six. You got Tampa Bay at number two. And to be honest, they could be an argument. They can make an argument for number one. Tampa Bay, I feel like, is right at number two. Uh, Buffalo, number three. I feel like that's your number one. Kansas City, four. Maybe. I don't I I again I don't think they're even the best team in their division. Uh the Packers fifth. Maybe a notch higher, but not bad. This is it's this bottom half, right? The Bengals at number six, okay. The Niners at number seven. The 49ers at number seven. Tennessee at number eight. Philadelphia at number nine. Dallas at number ten. The Colts, you're gonna sit here and tell me that you don't project the Colts to be one of the 10 best teams in the NFL, that upper third tier. Because, look, I know I have a fan bias. I do. I have an obvious fan bias. I, I know that. Everyone knows that. But let's get real. Like, right? Some of this is common sense, right? Like, how do you just omit the Indianapolis Colts from top 10? You're kidding me. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to build my own power rankings list. I'm going to release this. This is live. Okay, I'm doing this live on the uh, on the podcast. I've taken no notes. But I'm going to release this, okay? I'm going to, whatever I decide here, I'm going to put out to the interwebs. I'm going to do this. Kind of draft style, okay? Kind of draft style. The Buffalo Bills are my number one. We got to go in this order too, right? Like I know everybody loves to start from 10 and count back to one because it's like, oh, my God, the suspense. There's no suspense. This does not work like that. For number two, I've uh, for number two, I've got to go Tampa Bay. Got to go Bucks. I got an itch on my eye. We got to go Bucks at number two. And again, 
that's where that's where pro football talk at him. So I mean that's that's a fair ranking, I think, for Tampa Bay. <clears throat> for number three, this is where it gets tricky. Number three, this thing had the Bills. I've got them at number one. They've got the Rams at one. I don't feel like the Rams are number four or number three. I just don't feel that. Um, so we got Buffalo, Tampa Bay. A lot of a lot of what we say about the Kansas City Chiefs this year is assumption. So I'm going to go with my recency bias here and put KFC at number three. Did I say KFC? Put Kansas City at number three. Kansas City. No, I can't do that. God. See, power rankings are hard. You know what? I'm going with the real shit. I'm, I'm not going to be fucking embarrassed by my bold-ass predictions. I'm not. I'm starting over. Wipe it clean. Buffalo's number one. The Bills are number one on my top 10 power rankings going into week one of the NFL season. If my list is different from all the other lists, fuck them. Maybe they're the ones that don't know what they're talking about. Number two, Tampa Bay. That's where I got them. That's where I got them. This is why you guys are going to laugh at me here, okay? Because this is honestly what I think based on how people are going to finish and their, their record. I got the Colts at number three. And that may very well be uh, you're sitting in a studio covering the Indianapolis Colts pretty regularly, following them closely. You have a fanboy bias. And that's fine. I'm okay with that. I'm completely fucking okay with that. No issues. Packet number four, Green Bay. Ranking number four is the Green Bay Packers. Number five, Baltimore. I like the Ravens. I feel like they're going to be pretty damn good. So number five, the Baltimore Ravens at number six. Let's see here. I'm building this as we go. Hmm. Hmm. L.A. Chargers. L.A. Chargers, number six of my power rankings. I can't wait to release this on the internet later and absolutely blow people's fucking minds and see what they think. They're going to say the same thing. You got Indy ranked too high. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. Maybe I'm biased. We're going to see how this season unfolds. I'm pretty pumped about this. Number seven. See here, number seven. Number seven, the Los Angeles Rams. Again, I thought they'd fall. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. I planned on building power rankings live on the show. This was all planned. Like I was gonna look at all my notes and just rank them and lay it all out there. And then I started, and I was like, oh, let's try to be safe here. Fuck that. These are the power rankings. The second string media, first inaugural power rankings. And I got the Rams at number seven. 
I am going to go with Tennessee at number eight. Tennessee at number eight. Kansas City is number nine. Because I do feel like there's a decline coming. I do feel like that. I'm not saying it's detrimental to their chances to win a title. Obviously, that team still has very good pieces, including their half-billion-dollar quarterback. But I got KC down at number nine. Let me see here. Let's round out our power rankings. Who's that last football team? Who's that last dog? Hmm. Gotta find it. Gotta find it here. So Cincinnati, Cardinals, Niners, Cowboys. Let's go with the Bengals at number 10. AFC heavy like it should be because the AFC is stacked. Yeah, that's those are that's that's it. Book it. Book it. We'll adjust the rankings from week to week. I'm gonna publish this tonight. Book it. Sean B. Show Power Rankings got that top ten. Number ten, Cincinnati Bengals. Number nine, Kansas City Chiefs. Number eight, Tennessee Titans. Number seven, Los Angeles Rams. Number six, Los Angeles Chargers. Number five, the Baltimore Ravens. Number four, the Green Bay Packers. Number three, the Indianapolis Colts. Number two, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And number one in the inaugural power rankings, the Buffalo Bills. All right. That's what we're going to do. We're going to keep up with that. That's I've never done this. I've never done this. Power rankings. Good times. Real good times. Pretty stoked about all this. Man, I've been jabbering on forever. All right, that's an episode, baby. A um, couple of notes. Again, the NFL season starting this coming Thursday night, September 8th. This is going to be fun. This is going to be a lot of fun. Thursday night, the 8th. I'm going to the horseshoe on Thursday afternoon to get my Colts horseshoe t-shirt free t-shirt giveaway. I can't wait. It's just going to be the greatest thing to happen to start the kickoff to the NFL season. I cannot wait. Yeah. All right. I think we've covered it all. Look, I'm going to go back over this again. Uh, AFC number one, overall seed, the Buffalo bills. I've got the, the Colts, the Ravens and the chargers winning the divisions. The Bengals, the Chiefs, and the Titans as the playoff teams. And, of course, we can always keep an eye on New England, Vegas, and Denver as potential playoff competitors. In the NFC, Tampa Bay gets to the bye, the number one overall seed. The other division winners are the Packers, the Rams, and the Eagles with the Niners, the Cowboys, and the Cardinals getting those wild card spots. And the other team to watch in the in the NFC and I believe this is the only other team to watch. I honestly think this is an eight-team race for seven playoff spots. I could be very wrong, but this is the way I see it. The Carolina Panthers 
are the only other team, in my opinion, with a shot. Now, again, these are projections. This will all change throughout the year. There's no way I got everything right. There's no way I'm 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 pinning all these teams correctly. It's just not possible. But yeah, there we go. That's a pod. The 2022 NFL preseason predictions. Look, I'm going to be back on tomorrow doing some other cool stuff uh, that I'm going to talk about. Um, let me see. We're launching the uh, the Pick'em League. We're going to launch that again. Uh, so there'll be some more details about that. Um, but I don't even want to talk about it. I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to get into the gambling aspect of the, the NFL season on the, on the Thursday morning podcast. But, hey, I want you guys to all have a great Wednesday, okay? I want you to take this Wednesday. I want you to kick its pants in. And I want you to think all throughout this Wednesday that you're having that when things are bad, things just don't seem like they're going to recover. The NFL season starts tomorrow. Okay? All right? So, guys, have a wonderful Wednesday. Thank you for listening to the Sean B. Show. We will have another episode loaded Thursday morning. That's a podcast. Thank you much.